This is the Law of One Session 8, probably the most controversial one due to all the information that is here. And again, I had to split into two parts because there's so much information that I want to share with you guys. So without further ado, let's start this up. First, let's do an introduction about this session because it's so much needed before we get into all the content and why this is so controversial or could be controversial. At least almost 40 years ago when this was recorded and done, it was very controversial because of the information. So why is that? Is because they were talking about a conspiracy that was known at the time. And now it's still officially a conspiracy, even though we have a lot of information that defines this as reality uh, but back then it was so so strange that they couldn't they couldn't even fathom it now we're talking about the secret space program here of the US and there's a whole story behind that, that we're not gonna get into this but just to know that they're talking about the secret space program here now when Don started asking the questions you could see, and I left some of those quotes in the slides where he was feeling kind of uncomfortable. And Jim and Carla actually talk about this in book five where they released all these notes because they didn't publish this in book one uh, due to the nature of the conspiracy and all the uh, strange information that was there that could trigger a lot of people, you know, following this, this, um, this truth at a time where they probably wouldn't gotten that far and would have had a lot of issues and it, it would have been a mess but also they say which i think is very honorable from from jim and carla uh to exclude this information at the time because it wasn't conducive to spiritual growth and to the law of one itself ra actually and you'll see this in the slide says that this information is not relevant to the law of one uh, but Don was so impressed with the with the with the information that was given that he continued asking asking questions about this and basically all session eight has to do with this hidden information that even now it's not official but it's um, it's 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 actually out there because of all the whistleblowers and the leaks that we've gotten. So one of the things that I also have noted here is that you will see that I on every time that raw talks I left the I am Ra because there are some parts where he doesn't say I am Ra and Carla makes note of this in book five where she says that the signature of I am Ra was missing and that usually has to do with getting out of tune with the line of questions that they were doing and you know the the law of one itself and that allows for interference of other entities to kind of like um, smuggle in some information or try to talk about it. Now this is, we can probably talk about this in another video, but it's very interesting how this information can get shifted, if you will, when doing a channeling because of the nature of the questions that are being asked. Now it doesn't invalidate some of the answers that don't have the I am Ra, but it does put into question if Ra was answering these questions. So again, just another thing to note that I left all the I am Ra when Ra speaks and I took out or I left as it shows in the book where it doesn't say. 
Um, I didn't take out anything. So with that, the other uh, part of information that I have about the material that I want to uh, warn you because it'll show in the slides and it may look like the questions don't make sense is that I am using the um, information from the Law of One, the raw contact, which was done by Toby Willock. And he just did a, a, a specific transcription of all the, the audios that he, uh, he re-listened and recorded everything. So you might see some inaudible parts or some uh, dot, dot, dots that uh, are kind of like signature of that. So with that, let's just start with the first question that has to do with the secret space program. The first question has to do with Don asking if now that they're creating this content, if they can get some sort of advertisement by them showing up in UFOs or something to that effect, because that's what they were talking about before that the Confederation is doing, just to give a little bit more validity to the books. But Ross says that basically that's not possible and that everything should be random. It's the best way I can describe it. So with that, let's start into the first question that has to do with this material I have for you. There was a portion of the material yesterday, which I will read where you say, there is a certain amount of landing taking place. Some of these landings are of your peoples. Some are of the entities known to you as the group of Orion. My first question is, what did you mean by the landings are of your peoples? Ra says, your peoples have at this time space present, the technological achievement, if you would call it that, of being able to create and fly the shape and type of craft known to you as a UFO. Unfortunately, for the social memory complex vibratory rate of your peoples, these devices are not intended for the service of mankind, but for potential destructive use. This further models the vibratory nexus of your social memory complex, causing a situation whereby neither those oriented towards serving others nor those oriented towards serving self can gain the energy power which opens the gates of intelligent infinity for the social memory complex. This in turn causes the harvest to be small. So this is the first answer um, about these questions of why is it that our peoples have these UFOs? And one of the things that Ra is noting here and see how he shifts towards the harvest process saying that the use of these UFOs, the way we are using it right now, and we'll get more into it with the next slides, is detrimental to the harvest because it doesn't cooperate into the social memory complex gearing towards service to self or service to others. So it, that's why it's, he says that it muddles the vibratory nexus of your social memory complex. Because what, it's, what he says, or what he means, is that it kind of like, creates this this disturbance into where we're heading we have to pick a, uh, we have to pick a, a path here and you know it's not happening because of this and some other things so let's go into the next slide which is the next question that Don has and he says are these crafts that are of our peoples from what we call planes that are not incarnated this time where are they based Don is a little lost here, and Ra says, These of which we spoke are of third density and are part of the so-called military complex of various of your people's societal divisions or structures. These bases are varied. 
There are bases, as you would call them, undersea in your southern waters near the Bahamas, as well as in your Pacific seas in various places close to your Chilean borders on the water. There are bases upon your moon, as you call the satellite, which are at this time being reworked. He continues, there are bases which move about your lands. There are bases, if you call them that, in your skies. There are the bases, these are the bases of your peoples, very numerous and, as we have said, potentially destructive. So Ra is going along and saying basically where all these bases are because Don initially asked if this was from another density or from another plane, uh, another dimension. It seems like it is what he was asking. But Ra is saying, no, they are right here in your lands, like in this third density, as he started saying. So this, you can see how Don starts getting a little bit more um, uh, curious about all this stuff. Because the next question, he says, where do the people who operate these craft come from? Are they affiliated with any nation on Earth? What is their source? Ra says, these people come from the same place as you or I. They come from the Creator, as you intend the question. In its shallower aspect, these people are those in your and other selves' governments responsible for what you would term the national security. Okay, so one big distinction here, and that's why I had like doubts reading it, because this is actually not, well, it doesn't say I am Ra, and this is something that we said at the beginning of the video. So it's funny that um, it's giving information that is true, because we know this by now, that is the same people in, in our governments, and as he says, national security, but it doesn't say I am Ra, and this is because probably Don was asking questions about something that is not very related to the law of one, so um, maybe it wasn't Ra who responded, could have been somebody from the Confederation, but just something to note. And the most important thing is that they're saying that it's part of the governments and obviously, you know, security agencies. So Ra, um, Don actually continues and says, am I to understand that the United States has these craft in undersea bases? And he says, I am Ra, you are correct. So this is Ra definitely saying this. He then continues and says, how did the United States learn of the technology to build these lands? This is an, an audible part. Uh, I'm sure he's asking this land basis. And Ra says, um, there was a mind-body-spirit complex known to your people by the vibratory sound complex, Nikola. Of course, he's talking about Nikola Tesla. And I continue. This entity departed the illusion and the papers containing the necessary understandings were taken by mind-body-spirit complexes serving your security of national divisional complex. Thus your people became privy to the basic technology. He then goes on to say, in the case of those mind-body-spirit complexes, which you call Russians, the technology was given from one of the confederation in an attempt approximately 27 of your years ago to share information and bring about peace among your peoples. The entities giving this information were in error, but we did many things at the end of this cycle in attempts to aid your harvest from which we learned the folly of certain types of aid. That is a contributing factor to our more cautious approach at this date, even as the need is 
even as the need is power upon power greater and your people's call is greater and greater so a couple of things here and let's rewind a little bit Ra says that um, this was this technology was given by Nikola Tesla and we all know his work was beyond his time and that's where the United States took the information to build these uh, these UFOs then he goes into saying that the Russians also got information from a confederation who gave them that information with the purpose of course they always have this idea to create a more peaceful and understanding society but like you know peaceful in general but they say that this was the the entity that gave the russians this information was in error so they made a mistake basically in this once again and humans just derailed the information into something else because we're belligerent and all this stuff back in the days and again the rest is just history but uh, that's basically what they're saying and because of that they kept learning how not to aid us humans or try to, to help us out and yeah the rest is the story of where we are right now so let's go on with the next question i am puzzled by these craft that we have undersea bases for they are is this technology sufficient to overshadow all other armaments do we have just the ability to fly in these crafts or are there any weapons like there are were they given to us or are they just craft for transport what is the basic mechanism of their it's really hard to believe is what i'm saying you can see how don was very um uncertain of all this information and very puzzled like he says this raw says the craft are perhaps misnamed in some instances. It would be more appropriate to consider them as weaponry. The energy use is that of the field of electromagnetic energy which polarizes the Earth's sphere. The weaponry is of two basic kinds. That which is called by your people's psychotronic and that which is called by your people's particle beam. The amount of destruction which is contained in this technology is considerable and the weapons have been used in many cases to alter weather patterns and to enhance the vibratory change which engulfs your planet at this time. So, once again, we're seeing more information about the um, the UFOs that they they've had all this time and the destructive power. Now, this has to do all with um, another part. If you're familiar with the Dark Fleet, Project Paperclip, and the rest of the, um, the treaties that were created after World War II and they started creating this um this ufos or just like rasa's weaponry with the armaments that they have so he's just explaining a little bit more on that so again this information that's why it gets really controversial because ra is speaking about the reality of what we're living and this was again i gotta remind you almost 40 years ago 39 years ago when they gave this information again Let's just continue with the law of one and see what Ra has to say uh, on the next question. How have they been able to keep this a secret? Why aren't these craft in use for transport? Ra says, The governments of each of your societal division illusions desire to refrain from publicity so that the surprise may be retained in case of hostile action from what your peoples call enemies. So pretty quick here. That's all he means, that we have been holding this technology in case we need it for some sort of war. And this seems like the mentality of the 80s for sure. So that kind of makes sense in the way that, that Rod describes it. 
Now it's a little bit different, but then Don asks, how many of these craft does the United States have? Ra says the United States has 573, 573 at this time. They are in the process of adding to this number. Don continues to ask, what is the maximum speed of one of these crafts? Ra says the maximum speed of these craft is equal to the Earth energy squared. This field varies. The limit is approximately one half the light speed, as you would call it. This is due to imperfections in the sign. Don continues, wouldn't this type of craft totally solve or come close to solving a lot of the energy problems as far as transport goes? Ra says, the technology your peoples possess at this time is capable of resolving each and every limitation which plagues your social memory complex at this present nexus of experience. However, the concerns of some of your beings with distortions towards what you would call powerful energy cause these solutions to be withheld until the solutions are so needed that those with the distortion can then become further distorted in the direction of power. Um, very simple here. So you know how we've been always saying that we don't need coal or uh, fossil fuels? Well, there you have it. Since Tesla, almost 100 years ago, and again, this is uh, called conspiracy theories because if people believe that if this this technology was available, we would have it right now because the governments are so open. But bearing in mind that, uh, like Ra is saying here, they would held this until the need was so great that they could sell it. And this is, you know, it's quoted from Edison telling Tesla, basically, if we can't put a meter on that free energy device, we cannot sell it. And I don't care about it. You know, this is just a mentality of our earlier uh, 19th century and all the way down to now. We want to maintain power over certain um, just resources like it is energy. So energy being the most important resource that we have and we depend on. Free energy was suppressed in this way. So that's what Ra is saying in this that the, uh, the technology can be used to solve every single problem right now. But... You know, that information is, is still withheld and unfortunately not available to us. For now, it, it'll change over time, I'm sure. So, Don continues and asks, At the same time you mentioned that some of the landings were of your peoples, of our peoples, you also mentioned that some were of the Orion Group. We talked a little bit about the Orion Group, but why do the Orion Group land here? What is their purpose? Ra says, their purpose is conquest. Unlike those of the Confederation who wait for the calling, the so-called Orion Group calls itself to conquest. Don asks, specifically, what do they do when they land? Ra goes to elaborate on this. He says, there are two types of landings. In the first, entities among your peoples are taking on their craft and program for future use. There are two of three levels of programming. First, the level that will be discovered by those who do research. Second, a triggering program. Third, a second and most deep triggering program, crystallizing the entity, thereby rendering it lifeless and useful as a kind of beacon. This is a form of landing. All those three are a form of landing, I should say. The second form is that of landing beneath the Earth's crust, which is entered from water. Again, in the general area of your South America and Caribbean areas and close to the so-called Northern Pole. 
The bases of these people are underground. So he is talking about the type of landings that the Orion group uses when they come here and they interact with people. Now I'm not really sure what they mean by the triggerings because it seems like they program people, they do um, some sort of modification to them and this is open to speculation because there's not much information that I know of out there. If you guys know, please let me know. But it seems like the Orion group, which is known as, the majority of them are known as the Drake Reptilians, they come here and they program people for their own benefit. Now again, don't be scared that they can come and do this with you. Uh, if you're a spiritual person with service to others, they have no way to interfere with you. They only serve those who are service to self. So those people who are very invested into being selfish and trying to manipulate others, they are basically calling to the Orion group in this way. Again, this all has to do with our orientation in polarization. So if you orientate uh, towards the negative, then you will call the, the Orion group and everybody else in the galaxy, I'm sure. Well, not at this time. We have a quarantine set up in place. But in this time, we would call the Orion group, which are still present here. And uh, if we are positive, then we would be calling onto Christ consciousness, uh, obviously Ra and the Confederation, which is made by a lot of people from our own planet and other parts of the galaxy. So let me not linger here anymore. <laughs> and let's go into the next question that poor Don was uh, so, uh, so confused by. So Don asks, and this is the final question I have for today. What do the Orion group have? What's the objective with respect to the conquest of the Orion group? To this, Ra says, as we have said previously, their objective is to locate certain mind-body-spirit complexes which vibrate in resonance with their own vibrational complex, then to enslave the unelites, as you may call those who are not of the Orion vibration. So that's exactly what I was saying before. Um, they come here to enslave those who are of their vibration. Uh, just another reason to not be in resonance with their vibration, which is manipulation, service to self, and selfish behaviors, as opposed to just being compassionate, loving, caring, service to others, and just a positive being all uh, together. So this is what happens when people polarize for the negative or for the, for the positive, you call upon these entities. And, you know, everything that you can see, it leaves a little bit for philosophical uh, understanding here that when we talk about people being possessed and people being under the influence of voices and negative thoughts and all these things, it's because they have lived a life that has to do with the negative path as opposed to the positive path. And it's all polarization at this point. Now, again, this is all to reinforce the idea that no matter who you are, I'm not telling you to take a positive or negative path. It really is up to you, but the option is there, and that's what the law of one is telling us in this third density uh, consciousness that we're living right now, which is called the density of choice. So with that, that's all I got for today. Next week, I'm going to come out with part two, which is going to delve a little bit deeper into some of the information that was given here. There's more stuff that Don is asking about this uh, outrageous idea that there is a secret space program, that they have free energy and other things. They're going to talk about also abduction, which is a topic that a lot of people love 
to talk about and there's a couple of examples that they're gonna give there so we're gonna get into that and other stuff again that's part two of session eight that's all i have for today if you haven't already please subscribe like and hit the notification bell and all my links are in the description box if you want to take a look at it i love you for watching this i appreciate it and it would be until next week for part two Really quick, something that I forgot to mention is that I'm planning on doing a live webinar about the law of one just to discuss some of the material that I have covered so far and maybe questions about something else. So if you're interested, I'm going to drop a link down here on my website uh, so you can go sign up for the webinar of the law of one. So please, if you want to attend, sign there because once I set up the date, I will be emailing you with the information so you can join in this free webinar about the law of one. With that, thank you again, much love, and I hope to see you in the webinar.